Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday. Oh, happy Saturday indeed. Welcome into episode number 81 of the Sports Kiki Podcast. My name, of course, is Alex Dreamer. It is a Labor Day weekend, a Labor Day Saturday. I hope you are enjoying yourselves. Uh, Last week was a bit of a downer of a show. I'm not going to lie. We talked about how this is uh, the summer of our gay discontent. We thought it was going to be the hot vax summer. It turned into the hot mess summer. I spoke with Boston Globe columnist Christopher Muther about that. Uh, But overall, and I expressed this to Chris, though I do acknowledge this was not the summer we had planned with the world combusting at once. It seems like decades upon decades of climate change all decided to just converge this summer. And like, yep, uh, all the stuff you guys have been ignoring, we're just going to lay it on you right now. And that's what's happened this summer, ever-present disease. It's, yeah, it's been bad. It's been downright dystopian, I would say. But with all that said, I've still had my share of fun this summer. It certainly has been a better summer and a more free summer than last summer, even with the Delta variant. And I'm hopefully uh, you all agree. So it is Labor Day. Next week, we get into the fall, which, uh, well, it doesn't really mean much for me because I work from home. So there's no office return. I'm not going to school. I always miss out on all of these grand transitions. You know, like people talk about the Sunday scaries, which I do get, but it's really just the same. I wake up. I have the big commute from my bedroom up a couple floors to my computer chair, and that is where I sit, and that is where I'm sitting today, doing the show for you. A few sports notes uh, that I want to run through here on this episode, Uh, and let's start out with another uh, pro male athlete coming out, pro baseball player Brian Ruby came out as gay, the piece appeared And USA Today on Thursday, that's what Brian Ruby said to USA Today, I'm not a hotshot prospect, but today you can't find a single active baseball player who is out publicly. True. I want to help create a world where future generations of baseball players don't have to sacrifice authenticity or who they really are to play the game they love. Ruby currently plays baseball for the Salem-Kaiser Volcanoes in Oregon. He's also uh, balancing his growing career as a country music writer. He played college baseball at Vassar. Now, Ruby has been around the LGBTQ sports space for a while. At the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, he actually anonymously shared with Outsports readers his list of 39 LGBTQ sports books that inspired him. He's been a member of the Equality Coaching Alliance, the Sports Equality Foundation, LGBTQ uh, sports groups. Uh, So congratulations to Brian Ruby. And we say it all the time, but visibility matters no matter what the form is. And he's exactly right. I mean, prior to him coming out this week, you could not find a single active baseball player who was out publicly. And That's the prevailing question that I have when we put the summer into perspective. We had Carl Nassib come out in June. We had Luke Prokop come out as well, the NHL prospect. Now we have a pro baseball player, Brian Ruby. Will there be a domino effect? Because seven or eight years ago when we had Jason Collins come out, Michael Sam, Derek Gordon, it seemed like we were on the cusp 
of an avalanche of out male athletes playing in elite team sports, but obviously that did not happen. And now in 2021, we'll see if there is that domino effect. It's just everybody has their own story, obviously, but any of the questions, and we'll talk about this in a moment when I talk about Carl Nassib making the Raiders roster, but any questions about would you be accepted? Would it be, is it smart professionally? Will you be shunned commercially? Like all those questions should be eliminated with what we've seen. And the support is everywhere in the sports world, even where there are, well, see, I don't want to make it overly rosy like that. There obviously are still a lot of cultural issues, but there is public support in a lot of places, even the U.S. Open, where there are no out male tennis players. Uh, But this week, you had some of tennis's top stars on Pride Day, the, the, the Pride Day for U.S. Open this past Wednesday, a special day that they had to say, hey, LGBTQ people are welcome on our courts, and a number of top tennis players affirm their support for gay players, including Daniil Medvedev. And that is important because he's not A, the number two player on the ATP tour right now, but also he's from Russia. He's from Russia. And this is what Medvedev, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Medvedez, Daniil Medvedez. Okay, I apologize for butchering that name. My Russian, not so great. So Daniil Medvedez came out this week and said he would support a gay tennis player saying, quote, I think everybody would be super open if somebody would come out on the ATP tour. I think it's great for the US Open, this initiative referring to Pride Day. And as I mentioned, not only is he one of the top players in the world, but he's from Russia where there are just scores of anti-LGBTQ laws. Uh, Vladimir Putin continually scapegoats LGBTQ people. And for an a respected and an out uh, open you know, Russian athlete to come out and say, I support gay people. I would support a gay player on the tour. That is so huge. And when you talk about the kind of stuff that has held athletes back, that's it. You know, the fact that there are not many people, many allies out there saying, I would accept, I would embrace a gay teammate or a gay player in my sport. So congratulations to Daniil Medvedez for saying that. And uh, I'm happy he didn't faint uh, at the Olympics because he was was in that tennis match with Fabio Fogini, the Italian player who said the anti-gay slur and then came out wearing rainbow accessories in his first match after the Olympics. He almost fainted in the heat. In, in Tokyo. So I'm glad he didn't and was able to say those words. Uh, and lastly here on the show today, I want to bring up Carl Nassib, who officially made the Las Vegas Raiders roster. Not a surprise. He was a shoe in to make the 53-man roster. But now we can officially say that there is an active, openly gay player in the NFL. We can officially say it since he's on the roster. And We've covered this at OutSports. The story with Carl Nassib this summer is that it wasn't a story. He was seldom asked about his sexuality throughout training camp. There was no media circus throughout the preseason. His coaches and teammates are totally cool with it. 
He came out at the end of June, and here we are, early September. It's really a non-story. It's a big story for us to see how he performs, and we'll be following him intently all season long here at OutSports. But it's amazing that, uh, since I can remember the idea of an active, openly gay NFL player, how would he be perceived? Would there be this big distraction? None of it came to fruition. And this is what Nassib said recently about how he's been treated. Quote, it's been great. I knew it was going to be good. I had zero stress about that. Absolutely no worries about it. I've got a great locker room, great teammates. I've been met with nothing but love and support. It's been incredible. Football players get a bad rap, but we're humble, hardworking, accepting people. And this was a great example of that. And Derek Carr backed him up saying, when Carl Nassib came in the locker room, I just like to watch, and not one person, from my point of view, has treated him any different. Bravo. And that says it all you need to know, that Carl Nassib is even saying, I knew it was going to be good. He had zero stress, he says, about being accepted by his teammates and others in the league. So, you know, why did he stay in the closet until his mid to late 20s, there are a number of personal reasons why people stay closeted, but he says whether or not he would be accepted was not a factor. I mean, if you even if you even rewind five years, I feel like an openly gay NFL player would still be a big, big deal. I think he would have been accepted, but it would have been something that was covered with a lot of regularity. And frankly... Again, the story was that there wasn't a story with Carl Nassib. And it's just, it's it's going against those narratives that he says football players are not accepting. And yes, yeah, sports are a heteronormative world. There is no doubt about that. There is still a lot of work to do by the fact that he is the only gay active NFL player. But I was speaking with Jason Collins for another story and... Uh, I can say this on the air because he said it to me on the record. And when he, when he says, when he was told that Carl Nassib came out, or, or, I'm sorry, he said when he was told a football player came out, his response was, which one? <laughs> which, which tells you there are still scores of closeted players, but again, I'm not in an NFL locker room. I never will be, but I don't know how you can't look at the experience that Carl Nassib has enjoyed this summer if you're a closet NFL player and say, it's going to go poorly for me. I mean, that part of it, I think is settled. Again, we all have our personal journeys. We all have things we're dealing with, but that standpoint, will I be accepted by my teammates? We have our answer. And the answer is uniformly yes. So thank you for listening to episode number 81 of the sports Kiki short and sweet, but it's Labor Day. I don't want to keep you, uh, you know, keep your eardrums too long. If you have any guest ideas or topic ideas, please feel free to drop me a line. My Twitter DMs are open against my better judgment. At AlexReamer1 is my username. That again is at AlexReamer1. So long, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you next Saturday.